Welcome to Purposeful Profit, where I help you take your business to the next level. I'm Carla Motes, finance and strategy coach and fractional CFO for high achieving female entrepreneurs. I'm here to empower women to build wildly profitable businesses that give them the freedom to live their dream lives. I'll use my more than 30 years of finance and consulting experience to take the mystery out of your finances, help you make more money, and go after your next big thing. Hello, and welcome back to the Purposeful Profit Podcast. This is the podcast where I give you direct, no-nonsense, straight talk about small business accounting and finance. I'm your host, Carla Motes, and my goal with this podcast is to help you create a business that is profitable over the long term, that lets you have more impact on the world, and also creates wealth for yourself and others. So today, I'm getting up on my soapbox. I'm talking all about profit, and if you follow me pretty much anywhere, if you're on my email list, you follow me over on Facebook, you follow me on LinkedIn, you know that I can get kind of passionate when I talk about profit. And one of the reasons is because hardly any business coaches are talking about it. Okay, so I'm a finance expert, I'm a fractional CFO, but I'm also a coach, and I get really worked up when I see all the marketing advice that's out there that really just talks about revenue growth and hustle culture. And so today, you have to forgive me, I'm going to get up on my soapbox and really want to talk to you about why revenue growth isn't the end-all be-all, and it might actually be hurting you by focusing strictly on revenue. I want you to understand why you should care at least, at least as much about profit as you do revenue. And then I'm going to tell you how to start giving profit equal airtime. All right, so let's get started. So first, I want to address what a lot of you may be thinking out there. You may be sitting there thinking, hang on, I need revenue to have a business. And I want to be clear, I'm not a revenue hater, okay? I believe that revenue is core to a profitable business. If you want to have profits, you have to have revenue, okay? But revenue gets talked about all the time. I talked before about how finance is like the neglected stepchild of your business. Well, to take that a step further, I would say profit is the neglected stepchild of most small business owners and of small business finance. So first, let's recognize that if you are a listener that's out there that has not yet mastered selling, and when I say mastered selling, you haven't, you know, maybe you're still trying to figure out who your ideal client is. Maybe you're still trying to convert people into clients. Maybe you have some really inconsistent revenue. Then for you, I want to acknowledge revenue is your first step. Like I said earlier, if you want to have a profitable business, yes, you definitely have to have revenue. But even at the earliest stages, so if that's you, let's just say again, you know, you're less than 100K and you don't have, you know, consistent 5, 8K months, even at those early stages, you want an awareness of profit. That's one of the biggest things that I see a lot of times with clients when they come to me. They'll come to me at two, three hundred thousand, five hundred thousand million dollars. And they really didn't have any awareness of profit at those early stages. And we're basically looking at that point at deferred maintenance. Think of your business like a car, right? When you get that car, you're supposed to change the air filter and change the oil. And there's all this maintenance you're supposed to do with your car over the life of your car. And if you don't do that at some point, like your engine breaks down and you have deferred maintenance. So even at these early stages, if that's you that's out there and you're saying, well, you know, I haven't mastered selling, you know, I haven't had 100K, I don't want you to drop off this podcast. I want you to still listen to it because even at these early stages, you need an awareness of profit. But if you are that person that's listening to this call and you've got consistent five to 8K months, probably making over 100,000, you know how to bring in clients, you know who you like to work with. I really want you to listen to this because at some point, you have to also become a master at keeping revenue. 
one of the uh, hallmarks I'll see of businesses that have profit issues is that they might be really good at selling, but they've never really gotten good at figuring out how to keep the revenue. So in order to continue to grow and to continue to increase the money they put in their pocket, the only way they can do that is to just continue to grow and grow and grow that revenue number. This is what contributes to a lot of the hustle culture that's out there. So let's define profit again. I've talked about this in a couple of the other podcast calls, but just to be clear, in case you haven't joined those calls, profit is what's left after all of your expenses. So you're going to go out to your income statement or your profit and loss statement. And at the very bottom, it's the bottom line number. It's going to be your net profit. You'll see a little line. It'll say net income. It might say net earnings. It might say net profit. But it's basically take all my sales, subtract all my expenses, and I'm left with a profit. So if we continue to chase revenue without knowing how to keep some of it, this is what leads to the hustle culture that's out there. Do more, do more, and do more. Work more hours. And it leads us to a propensity to spend, spend, spend. And when you spend, 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 what you will end up with, pretty much guarantee it, is you will end up with an outsized organization. An outsized organization or an outsized business is a business where your business really cannot support the spend that it's become accustomed to. And over time, it you know, may survive you know, the first two or three years, but over the long haul, you will not survive. Okay, and that's why when you see the rates out there on the percentage of businesses that fail, whether it's in one year mark, the five year mark, the 10 year mark, a lot of it's coming down to profit because they built an outsized organization. So now let's talk about why profit matters. Profit is a source of cash flow to your business, and a loss is a drain on your cash flow. Okay, now profit and cash flow are two different things. I'm going to talk about cash flow in a future episode. Today we're talking about profit. They are two different things. Profit is what's left after your sales, less your expenses. And cash flow is basically your net cash in and out of your business. They are related to each other, but they are technically two separate things. So there are three financial statements that are out there that are the standard financial statements. You have a profit and loss statement, you have a balance sheet, and you have a cash flow statement. Whether you're getting a cash flow statement or not, it exists for your business. Um, if you're on QuickBooks, you can just go in and run it, or a zero, you can go in and run your cash flow statement. And I encourage you, if you've never seen a cash flow statement, to go take a look at it. The very first line of your cash flow statement is basically the cash that's generated or used by your net income or loss. Profit is an indicator of your financial health. Without profit, your business can't sustain itself, it can't pay its debts, and it can't invest in its future growth. And I mentioned earlier, profit is not the same as cash flow. But in my experience, if you have cash flow issues, profit's going to be a damn good place to start looking. So when I meet with clients and when I sign a new uh, CFO client, we basically go through a discovery period where we basically assess where they're at financially. And if I have a client where they talk to me about cash flow issues, I always want to go back and look at their profit. Profit allows you to expand your team and make other investments in your business. Want to buy a new piece of equipment? Profit helps you do that. When I add new staff, profit helps you do that. When I add benefits, you know, maybe you want to be able to attract or retain your employees better. When I add new benefits, profit helps you fund that. And it measures how effectively you use your business resources. We talked earlier about the hustle culture, right? Go after revenue, just chase a large, what I call vanity revenue number. And what profit is really doing is measuring how effectively am I using my resources? And when I say resources, I'm talking about my cash my assets that I have, you know, equipment, 
by people. I'm also talking, when I talk about business resources, I'm also talking about how effectively are you using your people. And be clear, profit creates value for the shareholder. So if you had a publicly held company, you know, this is why you know publicly held companies every quarter will put out an earnings forecast and earnings estimates for the quarter in advance of the quarter. So we're sitting here, this is being recorded in July of 2023. So we just finished Q2, we're in Q3. So they put out an earnings estimates for Q3. And then at the end of Q3, in like you know, October, they'll come back and they'll tell you what they actually earned. Investors out there, they care about this. Now, one of the things I think that small business owners, particularly if they are the sole owner or maybe they are in business with their spouse, is they really lose sight of profit creating value for the shareholder because you are the shareholder. So when I say it creates value for the shareholder, what I really mean is it creates value for you. It creates value for you, creates value for your spouse. A lot of my clients I work with, it's a family business that co-own it with their spouse. It creates value maybe for future generations. Maybe you're going to turn your business over to your children down the road. Maybe you're going to sell to your employees. And you might even have a business out there where your employees own a piece of your business. But it's creating that value for that whoever your shareholders are. In fact, when I work with clients to implement profit first, we apply a percentage of the profit back into the business in terms of investments, new hires, new equipment, new initiatives we want to do, you know, advertising, operating expenses. But we also take a percentage of the profit as a dividend or distribution, and we return it back to us. Another thing profit does is it makes you attractive to investors. What is your long-term play? Okay, what's your exit strategy? You know, depending on if you're brand new in your business or your business has only been around two or three years, you may not have started to think about this, but do you want to sell? Do you want to sell your business to an outside buyer? Do you want to bring in a, maybe a partner down the road? Maybe you want to attract somebody to do a, an alliance with. Maybe you don't actually want a full-on partner in your business, but you want to position yourself to do some type of joint venture or alliance. Maybe you want to sell to your employees. You know, I know somebody who that was their goal. They just invested in a local business that was having some trouble and they are planning on basically improving the profitability and then they want to sell back to the employees. Maybe you want to get a loan. Maybe you feel like you need to have a line of credit as you grow and you want to have a line of credit or you've got a new piece of equipment, but you want to take out a loan for it. This is one of the things that banks will go out and look. They want to look at your profitability. They want to see sustainable, by sustainable, I mean long-term profitability. And they often want to see your margins grow. And so I said earlier, profit is revenue minus expenses. Profit margin is that net income numbers divided by your net sales. So when a person refers to profit margin, they're referring to a percentage. What percentage of are you keeping? Percentage is your profit represent as a percentage of sales. So they often want to see those numbers growing. When I was controller for a $200 million business, that was one of our goals every year. We were making, I think when I started, we were about 67% profit margin. I think when I left, we were about 75%. We had to grow our profit margins every single year. It wasn't an option. Another thing profit does is it helps you focus on quality over quantity. Gets you focused on your most profitable products and customers. And it keeps you from just chasing what I call vanity revenue numbers. One of the things you'll do is you start to focus on profit more. You start to have airtime. You'll start to ask new questions. And, you know, one of the questions you'll start to ask when you start to see the profit numbers is, why is my profit what it is? What are my most profitable products? What are my most profitable customers? And it allows you to really focus on products that are the most profitable. If you have a product that's making, say, 60%, you have another product that's making 10%, then you can really start to ask yourself, do I really want to continue to grow that 10% business? 
or do I maybe want to discontinue that business? Or maybe I at least want to put more of my focus on growing the product that's generating 60% profit. And then another thing that profit does is it reduces your risk. You have risk in your business, right? So you have an economic downturn. We have a pandemic. Think about COVID. People who were profitable before COVID had a lot greater success at surviving the pandemic. My brother works in the restaurant business. He's the uh, chief operating officer for a uh, restaurant business and restaurants were hurt really badly by the pandemic. And a lot of restaurants I know in my town, you know, there's a lot of restaurants that didn't succeed. The restaurants that did succeed, man, they pivoted fast. They were the ones who all of a sudden were doing curbside pickup and, you know, curbside delivery. So when you have profit, it allows you to survive an economic downturn, a worldwide epidemic. Maybe you have a personal emergency. One of the things when we're small business owners, especially if you don't have a team, you're it, right? If you're a solopreneur or maybe you have a small team, but you're the primary face of your brand. What happens if you have a, you know, God forbid, some kind of personal emergency? You have to have surgery. Um, maybe it's, you know, I'm working with somebody now who's, she's in the sandwich generation and her parents are requiring a lot of her time. So it's really affecting the amount of time she can put into her business. Well, if I have profit that I've built up over time, I'm basically, you know, I'm giving myself a bit of a reserve and I'm allowing myself to manage that risk. Even think about it this way. Say you want to take a month off and travel. If you have a profitable business, your likelihood of being able to take a month off and travel is much greater. So those are all some of the reasons that profit's important. I want you to realize that not all $1 million businesses are the same. And we could say the same thing about 500K businesses or 200K businesses. Pick any revenue number. And you could go out to five people, find five people at that revenue level, and they're all going to have different profit percentages. None of the businesses are the same. So I want to ask you this. What would you rather have? A business that generates 50K in profit on a million in sales. Do the quick math for you. That's 5% profit margin. Or would you rather have a business that generates 100K okay, on 500K in sales? And again, I'm an accountant. I'll do the quick math. That's a 20% profit margin. So which would you rather have? Do you want to have a million dollar business that generates 5% profit? Or do you want to have a 500K business that generates 20% profit? I know which one I'd take. And I know if I was an investor, which one I would look at first. Now, again, no two businesses are the same. It could be that the business is doing 500K. Maybe they don't have the upside that the million-dollar business has. But I guarantee if I'm coming in to invest in a million-dollar business that's only got a 5% profit, I'm getting a deal on that business. Because when businesses sell, you know, often they will sell as a multiple of their earnings. So their profit definitely comes into play in the pricing. So even if I decide that million-dollar business has more upside, more long-term upside, I'm getting a hell of a deal on that business that's only 5% profit relative to the business that's lower in revenue as a higher profit margin. What I really want you to do is to give equal airtime for profit. I'm not even asking you to focus more on profit than on revenue. What I'm asking you to do is give them equal airtime. Most small business owners are not doing that. They are in corporate. You know, I've worked in corporate for 30 years, and that was one of the biggest things that was a difference from working in corporate versus working with small businesses. In corporate, the businesses that I worked in, profit was at least as important as revenue. And like I said, on that $200 million business, the business as a whole, the company as a whole was a billion dollar fortune 100 company. But our $200 million business, I think, drove 40% of our overall businesses profit margins. 
So we always put profit margin was even more important than revenue. So the next time someone talks to you about how much revenue they are making, because that's the other thing is, you know, when people say, you know, I have a $2 million business or I have a 500K business, unless they tell you otherwise, assume that you're talking about revenue. When most people quote, even accountant, when I talk to clients, I mean, I definitely want to know what the revenue is. When I meet with clients, there's an intake survey or an intake questionnaire when they schedule their call and I ask them, you know, what's your revenue? And ask what's your profit. So I still want to know what your revenue is. But just know that when most people tell you that they have a 500K business or $5 million business, they're talking about revenue. Ask them what the profit margin is. Because that's really what I want to know. Whenever I meet with a new client, there's three questions I ask them at the get-go that help me figure out what their financial health is. And what is your profit margin is one of those three questions. And I still want you to set a revenue goal. You know, I've talked about this on other podcast episodes. I want my clients to have a revenue goal and I want them to have a profit goal. I'm not saying I only have a profit goal. I want you to also have a revenue goal. But one of the things I really want you to do, just like I talk about getting intentional with profit, I want you to get intentional with revenue. I want you to ask yourself, why is that revenue number my goal? So let's just say you're making a million dollars now and you've said, I want to make three million this year. I want you to ask yourself, why is three million dollars my goal? Is $3 million my goal because I've done the math and at my current profit margins or whatever, the only way I can get to paying myself what I need to and to have the cash flow that I want is to get to $3 million? Okay, am I chasing a revenue number for just to chase the revenue number? Or is it part of a greater strategy? Keep in mind, we are not all Amazon. Amazon, Microsoft, Apple, whatever. Companies with, especially in the earlier stages, rapid growth, 5 to 8% revenue growth and 10% profit improvement can seriously line your pocket with more money. And when you line your pocket with more money, it's not just about lining your pocket. Again, it could be that you're supporting causes that matter to you. It's you're taking the family vacation. You're paying for the kid's college education. Um, you're buying a vacation home. You're investing in a rental property. So you don't have to chase some huge revenue number to improve your overall financial health. And I want you to ask yourself, is this the time I need to focus on not just making sales, but also on making profit? That's really what it comes down to. A lot of times when I'm working with business owners, one of the things we need to do is maybe grow revenue a little more modestly. And what we really need to do is focus on understanding our costs and really understanding where is our profit coming from, from a product perspective and from a customer perspective. Maybe it's the time where you grow revenue a little more modestly and you go into more of a maintenance phase. What you're really trying to do is you're trying to focus on improving the profit. So let's assume you buy into everything I'm saying here today. The next question I always get is what profit is a good profit? And as much as I hate to say this, because I know it probably drives people crazy because you've been sitting here telling me I need to focus on my profit. I need to give equal airtime to profit. I need to set a goal. So then, okay, Carla, tell me what's a good profit goal. And this is where I tell them there's not a single answer. I do believe, especially for the small business owners who are not, seeking shark tank type investors. They're not seeking private equity. Profit is personal. And what I mean by profit is personal, it's really driven by your business and personal goals. Profit is affected by a lot of factors as well. It can be affected by your industry or sector. So manufacturing is typically going to be lower profit margin than something in the service sector. It's affected by competition. Are you a hyper local business where all your clients are coming from locally? Or do you have a wider market that you're dealing with? You know, how saturated is the competition? What market are you in? What's your business model? Certain business models lend them to higher profitability than others. 
And the whole goal here isn't necessarily, like I said, we're not looking to burn your business down. I work with my clients, you know, obviously on profitability, but even in the initial free call, the financial health call, we're looking at trying to figure out where their profit's at now and try to set a goal. We're going to work with what you have in your business now. That doesn't mean we can't tweak your business model. We can't tweak who your ideal client is, tweak your pricing. But really, what we're trying to do now is just work with what we have. It's also going to affect, I said earlier, about your personal goals. You know, what are your personal goals? Okay. And so I want you to get clear as part of setting a profit goal. You really have to get clear into your personal business goals. You know, do you want to sell your business eventually? Are there causes that you want to support? I talked to somebody recently who one of the things she wants to do is she wants to fund her college education for her all of her grandchildren. So again, what are your personal whys? I call your profit why. What's your profit why? But here's some general guidelines I'll provide you. Minimally, you want your net income dollars. So it's that number at the bottom of your profit and loss or income statement. You want that net income dollar to grow at a rate at least equal to your revenue growth. So the earlier example where I gave, if your revenue grows at 5 to 8%, you want your profit dollars to grow at least at the same rate. That's really what scaling is. Scaling means I can grow my revenue at a rate greater than I grow my expenses. So I'm going to keep more money. Okay, so if you are growing revenue at 20%, you're growing profit at the same level. Okay, so that earlier example, if you're at a million dollars now, you want to grow to three million, you're basically three times in your revenue. I want you to three times your profit dollars too, at a minimum. Your problem becomes when you grow revenue at 20%, but say your profit grows at 15%, you're actually becoming less profitable. You're less efficient. You're less effective at using your resources. And this is when planning comes into play. This is where minimally a budget. It's the first step is a budget. This is another thing that, you know, small businesses aren't doing that I bring in from my corporate experience is we don't just set a revenue and profit goal and say, yeah, that's really good. We create budgets. We create what we call operating plans for how we're going to get to that number. So if my number is a million now, my revenue number is a million now, I want to get to three million. I'm going to create a plan for I'm going to go from one to three. And it's going to show how I'm going to grow my net income by a factor of three times as well. Then we're going to do a three-year window. Because it's possible that maybe in the first year, your profit's not going to grow at the same rate. But it's imperative that you make sure that over that three-year window that you are going to meet that minimal guideline. So you're going to get really intentional and really look at what's going to take to generate that revenue. And again, if you don't hit that guideline in year one, then the question is, how are you going to build that profitability in year two and year three so you don't get that outsized business? And then, of course, go back and figure out where you're at now. So when you quit listening to this podcast, this is what you're going to do. Go take your net income. Divide it by your net sales. That's your net profit margin. Look at your year-to-date revenue at a minimum. You know, your year-to-date numbers. Ask your bookkeeper to go run a year-to-date profit and loss statement, year-to-date income statement. Calculate that. Or even better, go run a 12-month trailing statement. Um, your bookkeeper can help you with that, or they should be able to. Okay, and this is what I do in my financial health calls. If you are really interested in this and you want to pursue it further, I encourage you to book a free call, www carlamos.com forward slash work with me. Work with me is all one word. Um, I give everybody a free call where we talk about your financial health. So I hope today's call really helped you understand why profit is at least as important as revenue. Okay. I am not asking you to ignore revenue. I just want you to give profit equal airtime. I want you to get really intentional. Okay. And if you want a business that's profitable in the long term, 
got to start focusing on profit today. And again, if you want to figure out your current profit, you want to set an intentional profit goal, please go book a financial health call. And also, I have created a profit guide to help you improve your profitability. If you go to www.carlamoats.com forward slash profit, you can go grab your profit guide. And I will see you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the show. Remember that your finances deserve some love. Finance doesn't have to be complicated or overwhelming, and you do not have to do it alone. I'd love to talk to you about your business, so please come on over to www.carlamotes.com to learn more. Or if you're ready for financial and strategy support that will uplevel your business, go to www.carlamotes.com forward slash work with me to book your free financial assessment. And the last favor I'll ask is for you to help me get out the word. Tell your friends about this podcast and share it on your favorite social media. Until next week, go create some purposeful profit.